You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. If you haven't checked out a review, looked at the website, man, you're slipping. So check it out, <laughs> thesonicbreakdown.com. I'm excited today. We got some special guests in the building. We got some uh, two brothers from Ohio. We get to know them a little bit more. They're going to let us know what 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 they bring into the music game. For this section, the section I call Let's Talk About It, we're going to talk with the Sons of Silverton. What's up, y'all? What's up, party people? Yo, my name is Kyle David. What up? My name is Katuk. We the Sons of Silverton. We in the house, rocking here in the podcast. You know, just came to enjoy the beautiful Northern California uh, weather. <laughs> Beautiful scenery. So, so if, for those of you out there that don't know, they're from Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, sir. Five one three. Five one three. See, I didn't know that. I just <laughs> <laughs> actually, I should know by the, by your text. There we go. So yeah, I should. <laughs> but, but um, so you're from Ohio. Let's let's just get to know you a little bit deeper. Did you guys just start this group together recently, or is this something that you 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 know? been working on for a while um actually just kind of this whole process has been rather organic best things come out of things that are organic yeah we like cincinnati man as far as the hip-hop community is concerned it's pretty close-knit and we've all known each other in one shape form or fashion for years and just in conversation one day man we was like how come we ain't never done nothing together <laughs> right, right like we're from the same neighborhood Okay. Like literally. Oh wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Type gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And so like, why have we ever done nothing together? And so we ended up, my man Swab put us in contact with Prospect and we were just gonna do us he gave me a beat. I was like, here, rock to this. And uh it's actually in the project, it's um Great Escape. Gotcha. I was like, we'll do one and see what happened. That was the first that was the first joint we did with P for us right. Sons of Silverton officially. And we just took off from there. But prior to that, we had been recording uh, yeah, <laughs> we had made some, yeah. like with this producer uh Platypus. No, name Platypus. He's out, he's, <laughs> he's out here in Cali now. Okay. Yeah, and that's an interesting um, name, I'm going to have to say. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. I mean, he's dope. That's like Southern Beats. Yes. And so we were making we were making joints off of those. And then, uh, Shout out to Platypus. No doubt. And then it was, uh, we used some other influences, some other records. and yeah. So we had created some music together anyway. Yeah, before so you already, had, you already had a vibe yeah, and, and a chemistry. Yeah, we into it. Yeah. And we had done, and he had rocked on, my, um, on a joint of my project before. Mm. So it was right. like we've rocked together project. before, but like yeah. officially it's something Silverton, yeah. I hate to make comparisons, but it sounds like that the um Run the Jewels with Killer Mike and LP, how they've been doing their own thing for a yeah. minute mm. and then they did a couple of projects and then they like, you know what? Let's do this. Right, Let's right. do this. Like we we have a good chemistry together and it comes out nice on, on, on the track. And I think the older I mean, the older you get and the older that the uh genre becomes and the older the artists are, you will start to see that because at some point you want to make, you want to do other things creatively, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, you want to kind of, you know, get out of your own, get out of your own circle, get out of your own show, what yeah. you do typically. So, I mean, it happens. Fortunately, you know, we still have a love for hip hop and, for, and for ramen. So it was inevitable. You know what I mean? Like we got kids spirits, you know, he's, he's got daughters. I got a daughter, you know, it's just like, we just get along anyway. So. Gotcha. It's like, why not? Let's create. Let's make some music. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that's perfect. Yeah. That does lead me to to one of the one of my leading questions was, um, I always like to ask anybody that's in the music industry or that does music is what what was the thing that got you into it? What was it? Was it a song you heard? Was it a track you heard? Uh, production? Um, you know, somebody freestyle. Like, what was it that that sparked? <laughs> if you can think about it, what that sparks your 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 passion for it? I mean, personally, for me. <laughs> My my introduction to hip hop was, you know, I was maybe like 
nine years old and um i was at i was at camp and mm-hmm. one of the counselors came in and had a tape and it had like utfo on it, it had like you know rapping dude had africa bambata had you know trans europe express just everything was so on there nice like craft work yeah but it was um i was just blown which away. is what hip-hop was then right like, i was just it wasn't like one lane it was everybody was floored, contributing like, freely so yeah exactly and so after that it was over with i mean professionally i was in uh you know a crew called five d's and we had all been making music together since we were basically teenagers about 11 12 years old mm-hmm. when it started um and after that you know we just continued i mean why not we were all in so that's kind of <laughs> right. why we just stayed committed to the process because it's like we love doing it we'd already invested all the time in the studio and the money things like that and the experiences not getting paid mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like At this point, there's no going yeah, back there's no, right, there's we no. Jump keep now. it moving right right we so. just gotta try and grab hold of something on the way <laughs> I feel that. I like feel me personally, it was it's probably several different things, but I guess when it first started off for me, I was doing everything. I was trying to break. I was trying to DJ. I was trying to learn how to gr- do tag and graffiti. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rhyming kind of just happened because who really get Like I was writing short stories and poems and stuff mm. in um, actually sixth grade. Yeah, <laughs> sixth grade. My teacher, uh, she had us do a project, and I turned my little, little short story in. She was like, I'm going to put you in this Young Arthur Society. And I'm like, nah, man, I don't want to do nothing like, like that. And up. she's like, well, they get to leave school like once a week and go do this meeting and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I get to leave school? It's some, like, yeah, some perks. I'm with that. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> but it turned out like it really made me, you know, invest in writing. And from there, just, you know, hip hop was already a part, part of what I was doing, you know, mm-hmm. a part of living. And so it just grew from there. But yeah, as far as a direct influence, probably one of my older cousins, man, mm. gave me some music. And I just remember sitting there listening to it over and over yeah. and over because yeah, it wasn't readily available like yeah. it is now. Exactly. And that 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 harkens back to my experience is my, my cousin or fake cousin, Steve, yeah. giving me Onyx tape, the purple tape. Yeah. Right. And me just in there and like. Like you said, it's just like that's, I, I that's couldn't just joke. I couldn't just grab it, mm-hmm. right? So right. I'm taking whatever I can get. Mm-hmm. There was no streaming service. Yeah, there was no right? streaming mm-hmm. service. <laughs> you had to be with the parent advisory. Like I couldn't yeah. just go to the store and say, "Yeah, let me, let me get, get that red quad. Right. Let me get that red quad." And you know what's right crazy? There. It all happened so quickly too, man. Because there was an era where going to the record store to go get whatever mm. was coming out on Tuesday was what it was. Exactly. Like, yep, that was you the didn't day. miss Tuesday. No, nope, mm-hmm. never and missed like, Tuesdays. That doesn't exist anymore, man. No. You so didn't miss crazy. the drop. You didn't miss like that radio show that played hip hop. Yeah, yeah like you was like, "What you doing? Th- what you think I'm doing?" Exactly. Thursday? You already know. There's no <laughs> you know question. I'm listening to the radio. Yeah, it's, Friday it's, night. It's either are you coming where I'm going to be listening right. to it, or we going to meet up? Right, right. Meet up afterwards, yeah. so Whatever. we can discuss what we just got. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. So yeah. that that's that's just an interesting idea how like you guys are on that kind of same wavelength in different aspects Mm -hmm. and it brought you guys together because that's one of the great things about music is the ability to bring people together of like-minded or not like-minded exactly and bring them together going through your transit or your 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 maturation through hip-hop individually I'm, i'm sure you guys talked about it how did it compare and contrast until you guys got to the point you are now together as the sons of silverton it was definitely a different road because I was a solo artist for a while. And so, like, I was, you know, dibbing and dabbling with different cats. Mm. But the majority of my writing was solo. And so, there's a tribe, you know, my squad back home, Watusi tribe, that's my foundation. 
like when we first linked up, it was through our my second love, which is basketball. We were at the court. My man X was sitting in his brother Swing's Jeep, listening to Red, <laughs> listening to Red Alert mixtape. Oh, okay. Mixtape that I had. <laughs> so uh, off rip, as I'm getting out the car, I heard him was like, "Who do you know about Red, Red Alert? <laughs> right, right. These cats in Cincinnati wasn't getting down with him like right. that." Mm. So I, I I asked him that exact question, like, "What you know about Red Alert?" And he's like, "What you know about Red Alert?" And We've been linked ever since. Hmm. Oh, wow. So that was my first real experience with really being in a squad and a group and having to format your verses, like, you know, based on other people's ideas and opinions and just the 16 versus, you know, writing the whole song exactly. and all that. So that changes the dynamic. Yeah. That changes a lot. And that's why a lot of groups fail because they can't get that dynamic. They can't balance right. that you know that that juxtaposition between wanting to be out there and right. understanding yeah. if we shine, I we, shine. Yeah, if I <laughs> shine and you shine, we all shine that much shine more. Together. Exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. the whole point. That, that is a hard, that's a hard uh, concept for some people to get, as we've seen with, you know, groups breaking up. Yeah, I think our ability to work together so well comes from the fact that both of us have a strong foundation and being in the squad. Oh, yeah. And knowing, you know, you got to play your part. Well, I mean, you know because, you know, for us, it started as, you know, that that friendship and that kindred spirit of loving hip hop, you mm-hmm. know, because, I mean, we, you know, we talking about <laughs> late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. yeah. which at that time it was very, still very much a small segment of what music was, you yeah. know, yeah. and uh, it was going through a renaissance. So there was a lot, a lot of dynamics, you know, yeah. as far as just, revolutionary aspect mm-hmm. um learning more about you know historically black colleges mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so when that pro- a lot of maturation was happening right then so mm-hmm. you formed these bonds and that's kind of where 5d started you know with our crew it was so many of us at once and then people obviously you know you, yeah. you graduate and do different things yeah. and have different aspirations right. and uh but you filter down to the ones who in terms of like we're focused not necessarily all of us were focused on music but the ones who still love the music and want to pursue it. So, right. and that's kind of how that led to the business end of it, you know? So it, it was, like you mentioned, it was organic. I mean, it's an organic process, I think, especially and his crew, man. It was at our peak. It was 13 MCs. Boy, that's crazy. Like, yeah, Who's saying yeah, numbers? That's what I was, saying. I was like, dang. It was like kids yeah. on the stage with, with like kids would come out on stage with placards, like what the next song yeah, is. Yeah. Cats running around with flag, like our flag with the logo on it. Damn. It was crazy. Putting numbers I mean, on the board. That, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's like, ooh. damn. Thirteen. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's hard 13, to manage. 13, that many people. That's that's yeah. That's a that's, so like, that's work uh, right there. But what, what what was so dope about it was you had to write your best stuff because you're not gonna get on every exactly. song. <laughs> you're you're not going like you're not so bar, if we putting out like, twelve joints, <laughs> if we putting out an album <laughs> with twelve pieces on it. Crazy. You might get on three or four of those, that's and it. they gotta be hit. So you they gotta, gotta do be, it. Yeah. They gotta be fired. You gotta you gotta shine. Because if not, it's a wrap. You're gonna get overlooked on that on that whole song. Gotta hope that. And then you get overlooked. On the whole album at that right. point. Well, you got to hope crazy. that those couple of songs you want are one of the ones that yep. people choose to gravitate towards. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, I love seven and eight. Like, dang, I'm on six and six five. five. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dang. That didn't resonate, like, resonate with you? Yeah. We had like six legitimate crew members. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that actually contributed <laughs> instead of, you know, instead of we. I ain't even counting the, count the, the the others that also, man. you know, I mean, the supporting staff. I was literally. Those were the days, like, man. Counting DJ was 13 cats. Yeah, so you just, so that's because that was another question that I did have is how do you guys determine your points and your, your, your spots 
on the tracks because i know that's a difficult aspect working with other mm-hmm. people versus when you got the whole you got the whole 16 yourself right. you can decide i think the you know, only thing that ever comes into play is who's gonna set it off like which verse <laughs> seriously like which verse sounds like a finisher and which verse sounds, sounds like, like a starter right 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 like right. other than that it's pretty much and it's much easier get a topic and just rock Mm. Just two, you know. Yeah, yeah, two is yeah. way easier. I mean, we yeah, that's what I'm saying. After 13, yeah. going yeah. down to two, it's like, oh, this ain't nothing. This is nothing, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. So I mean, really, I mean, a lot of it is just trying to style and like write lyrics in certain places where normally you wouldn't put those bars. So mm-hmm. and just you know, bringing it up to that maximize. Way. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So that's what we're trying to do. In in your writing process, how how do you guys get in the zone? Because I know I've asked this to um, another guest that I have is because I think the the approach to the music is important as well yeah. just not the product that we get the the process and how you get there right. i know some people need to be in the club they got to feel that energy mm. and other people like they're like no be in the library me, yeah let me be in the library let me be in my crib let me just yeah. give me the beat and let me be in my zone and i, I get it like what is your your processes and is it different i think ours vary a little bit but it's, we have similarities too oh, yeah, yeah. i mean as far as me my process i just I tend to write a lot of times, like whenever I, uh, I feel like gen- genuinely inspired. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Usually, when we go into the studio, like I'll have rhymes that I've written at whatever given time and moment and time it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but then they're not really appropriate for the track that we're trying to, uh, you know, for the track that we're trying to do. Right. So we have to find find that spark. <laughs> and then, right. But a lot of it that is the foundation for. The music that we want to make mm-hmm. so because it creates another energy because we've been practicing so to speak if that makes any sense right and like on, on mine it goes from it like definitely in the studio you know you get the beat and you pick a direction you want to go like subject wise or whatever and you know you take off from there but like you were saying having rhymes written before you get there because anything can spark it it could be a conversation you're having with somebody, right, something right, you're right. on TV. Mm. Somebody piss you some off. Some music you're listening to. Somebody like, makes you happy. Yeah, anything. It's, you know, um, can be emotionally or mentally driven. So I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of like a reminder that it's time for you to write rhymes. Like, it's, mm. it's you know, uh, cathartic. You yeah, know, it's a way to get a lot of stuff out. It's stress relief. It's ther- therapeutic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, so when you write them, a lot of times I notice I might be going through maybe a stressful period in my life or I might be going through... Uh, overwhelming period, and and then I, don't, I won't have the time to write it because it's a good good things are going on, but I won't have the time to sit down to write. Mm-hmm. So I have to like carve that time out of my day. And be like, yo, I'm in the bathroom. I got like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> hey, me, you know what I'm saying? Let me, yeah. let, me, let me wherever I can get this time in to Absolutely. do it. To do yeah. it. Right. It's just I, to me that's just it's dope about being creative. You know? Yeah. The thing that I like to, when I talk to artists like that is to to understand that process because everybody's not creative. If everybody right. was. I, well, let me rephrase that. I think everybody is creative, but yeah, not to the way. same, right. not to the same extent that we classify or we right. normally think about creativity. Yeah. Right. How I we mean, quantify yeah, creativity. Yeah, exactly. Right. I agree. Yeah. So those people that don't have it in that same form, it's interesting to me to, mm-hmm. I don't consider myself a creative person in that aspect, but hearing the creative process is intriguing and interesting how you guys get to that point. How big of an influence is your family into your rhymes versus not um, because I know there are artists that like to keep that very separate. They like sure. to keep, mm-hmm. keep you at an arm's length away. Like mm-hmm. we'll, we'll personalize it enough. enough. So you, you get somewhat right. get a feel of where I'm coming from more in a generalized fashion, right. but I don't want you all in my business. I don't want you right. knowing all yeah. what's going on. And right. how do you guys balance that? Or is that even something that you consciously think about balancing? 
There are, I know with me, there are, you know, points you get to where like, say I'm writing a song about a relationship. I try and use summaries of relationships I've been through and paint it as one story <laughs> versus, all right, me and my girl, this is what's <laughs> happening right now. Like yesterday, <laughs> she said, like, I'm not going, yeah. you know, it's not, that's not necessary for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, my, I mean, my kids are an influence. You know what I mean? Strongly, even if it's not necessarily subject wise, mm-hmm. they're always playing in the back of my head. I mean, I might talk about my family. It depends on, you know, situation. I, yeah, it depends yeah, on definitely. the situational so, subject, I mean, situation, feelings, the whole nine. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I did a joint, pretty much an album dedicated to personal feelings about family. <laughs> And you know relationships and you know things like that. So, Shout out to field work. Uh, I was about to. That's perfect because that that is a track that I did listen to. There's some questions that I had regarding that because I like the track a lot. I really oh, think it's a really you. dope track. What I wrote down in my my production notes is that <laughs> it has a great feel of like the classic hip hop that thought provoking. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a abso line that came to my mind. I think this abso line is from Rhapsody's Crown album on 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. But Somebody fact check me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that uh, hip hop is for intelligence and hop is for the movement. Or hip is for the intelligence and hop, hop is for, for the, the movement. movement. And that's it. the kind of like feeling that I got from listening to that album of, of that you're understanding the broad aspect of what work really means. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it, it has so many, so yeah. many, so many meanings and so many ideas that are associated with it. Absolutely. The one factor in it all is basically you have to do it. <laughs> you like, have no choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I took from it. And that's, that's why like that thought provoking mm-hmm. feeling is to me what classic hip hop was, is, is about what Word. that, that feeling of, no, don't just have me dancing. Give me to think too. Thank right. you. Yeah. I mean, so, that was the goal. You know what I'm saying? And like, like we talked about, you know, what sparks inspiration. It was mm-hmm. probably a day after work where I was like, man, this sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, people could lie about their, or maybe people do live a trifling life where they just get up and they like eat flaming hots and sell crack and <laughs> smoke weed. And that's just and life. That's yeah. That's it. I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Cause. I know our days start early and we get up and get, get to the grind. Cause we, in, in the real world, you have to pay bills and take care of your family. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's really what that was about. So I appreciate, you know, you you getting that from that. I appreciate that. The other thing that I did want to add in relation to that song was the ad libs. I felt really helped that mentality or not, not the mentality, but the perspective of slave work or field work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just felt like that accentuated that feeling even more so right. i just there's things that in tracks that help a track and hurt a track mm-hmm. and that it can go unnoticed right but to me that was something that i did actively notice and was like okay yeah this does feel this adds to that vibe that adds to that feel that's dope so, <laughs> that's dope there's an undertone of uh consumerism i'm trying to let, <laughs> let them know like you know we're all really slaves at the end of the day and like we're all in the field it's about the work that we put in and yeah. But um, you gotta you gotta be conscious of it too. Yeah. Pay attention to what's really going on around you. Like it's a rat race for real. Like right. mate, like there's literal mazes in the streets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So kind of kind of look at the big picture of things. So that was yeah. a goal. It's a that was a good. That was a, like I said, it was a nice track and it gave it gave that perspective. Thank you. I do want to segue into the new album. Mm-hmm. Single that I heard was good to go. Good to go. That track to me, Dion, man, he brings some smooth soulfulness. Yeah, man soulfulness to that to that that project i liked the beginning in the fact that it had like a cinematic feel yeah, yeah. Right. approaching the lyrics like you you already felt like okay something's coming 
Some, <laughs> some's coming. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I'm right. ready for it. And just like that feel. And then when the, when the first verse hits, it's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm in now. I'm in now. You got, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in my seat. The movie started. We ready to go. <laughs> and then, like I said, Dion's soulfulness also like it kind of, for me, it detached me away from the song enough. To, to feel it more than just mm-hmm. hearing the words and, right, and right. feeling the beat, but like detach and just go, okay, there is a, the, the soulfulness is carrying through. I also liked the fast pace of the rhyming in, right. in, in that structure. Is that something, because there's other Cincinnati rappers that also have a faster pace. Is that, do you think that's something as a result of where you're from or that's just, you felt that fit the beat for you or? Nah, I think this goes back to what Kyle was saying, just styling, just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, for instance, our cadences are similar tempo, but completely different. Yeah, exactly. You and that's I mean? another thing that but I picked it, up, too. But it all comes down to just a matter mm-hmm. of what, what pocket. It's like when it's like the museum we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. We may go and look at a piece and get completely different views about mm-hmm. it. We may both dig it completely, mm-hmm. but from a completely different version of it. Or you know from I mean? different reasons why Word. you like it. Yeah. So that's kind of what happens with uh, me personally. I've always loved that about music, how all three of us could sit down and listen to something and get a completely different pocket. You know what I mean? In his head, the cadence is this. Mm-hmm. In my head, it's over here. You know what I mean? So it just it just worked out like that. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just what it was, man. I mean, I think maybe it may be a style that's uh, kin to Cincinnati, so to speak, for lack yeah, of a better yeah. term. Maybe, maybe it's just we like that rapid fire, but it's that mixture of the South, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, other um, people do the same, you know, do that cadence too. I just, yeah. the fact that you both are from Cincinnati. Just that's that's the the thought that came to my mind when I first heard it. And that's that's another thing that I wanted to say about the your music that I took from it. I don't and some might take this as in a negative light, but I don't mean it in that right. But to me, your your songs don't have a region to mm-hmm. it. When I hear it, I don't hear a region. I hear right. like I just hear hip hop. Yeah. That's so what's up. That's, that's but some people, going. yeah, I don't <laughs> so like, And not like, and not that we're not trying to rep Cincinnati to the fullest. Yeah, and, and that. I, that's what I, I don't mean it by that. I just mean it's just word. it's just more Yeah, it's just music, man. We yeah. just trying to we just trying to make music was, to the fullest. It was ironic to me when we finished like this album, we don't have any song about Silverton. We have very few <laughs> Silverton references. Word. But uh I think that kind of is, is a statement in in and of itself. It's like we yeah, like we too. are so we're busy working, man. Like right. are you serious? Like right. we. I don't think people from other cities necessarily. And you hear a lot of from Brooklyn artists and you know regional artists where they will definitely rep their home, and I, I appreciate that. We rep the home by putting it on you know in front of the album, yeah. you know. Right. But I don't have to sit here and tell you about Samson Lane or. Gummy right. Road, like you don't right. care. Nobody really wants to hear about that. You gonna hear about it, just not. Yeah, right you then. really you gotta see it first. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. want to introduce ourselves, then we'll take you on the stroll to the neighborhood next time. Gotcha. <laughs> With uh, good to go. When you planned that track, do you feel like you executed to the extent that you wanted to? Was that the direction that you were initially going in, and it kind of turned, or it that's it came out like you wanted it to come out? I Me, mean, in my mind, it came out pretty close to what mm-hmm. we were shooting for. Right. It just something. Something to groove to and rock out to, mm-hmm. you know, spit a little something, let Dion bless you in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, and when Prospect first presented the track to us, it was so different than everything else he had brought to it. You know what I mean? Because. And it hits people differently, too. Yeah. So it's all a matter of who's listening to it and how they interpret it. And um, as far as I'm concerned, it turned out great. You mm-hmm. know, um, some people, they may like it. Some people will, but that's the beauty right. of music. Yeah. <laughs> it's all left it's up to the interpretation of the mm-hmm. listener, which. Which is cool with me. You yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. I listen. Yeah. To, I listen to a lot of stuff too, and I, you right. know, 
some stuff I like, some stuff I don't. So <laughs> That's fair. It's all good. I'm, I'm I, good. I know it. I've definitely learned from like from the production side. Like I'll make a beat. Like say somebody want to come through and check some tracks out, and right. I'll make five beats for them. And I'm like, I'm gonna just progressively hit him harder and harder. Like by the time we get to five, he's gonna be like, yo. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'll be like, so which one you like? He's like, number two. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, not that one. Word. Uh, so I mean, you know, yeah. we all hear things differently. Yeah, so. definitely. Touching on this album, actually, I wanna go back a little bit because I wanna I wanna get to know you guys a little bit more and let the the viewers and listeners get to know you guys more on a personal level. Right. What were some of the production influences just throughout your career and just throughout your life that I wouldn't say like it doesn't have to necessarily be your favorite. To me, there's favorite and then there's ones that like really just they might not be the best, but it hits you and it feel it resonates with you harder. What, mm. what were the ones that resonate with you that was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is why I need to keep doing this. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Those moments. I mean, for me personally, I would say definitely my first you know, big influence, Fat John. You know, he was a producer of my crew. Mm. Um, I think he is really dope. He goes by a few names. Maurice Galactica. He's got he's got many aliases, <laughs> but um, dude is dope. And of course, you know, uh, Q Tip mm. always. Anything tribe related, uh, slept on. You know, Primo uh, and Pete Rock were. And oh, Diamond D, I can't forget Diamond D or Showbiz and AG digging like, in the crates. Yeah, that whole. I mean, I just wanted in, like whatever it was. I was like, yo, I want to be a part of that because that is what it's about. Like these mm. guys are the illest. <laughs> Period. Hey, shout out to that uh, P Rock and Smoke Dizza album. That, that, oh man, dude. Hey, I just had a because I've been yeah. having that on repeat. That's fire, <laughs> that's fire. That's ruthless. Yeah. Um, on the more modern tip, the more I guess more recent cats. Of course, Dilla. And mm. I don't even know if Dilla classifies as recent, but he still Dilla resonates. Will always but he still resonates. <laughs> Dilla so it's will like, always be yeah. recent. Word. Dilla, drugs, yeah. that dude. Mm. Absolutely. That dude. Oh, Knots. Shout out Knots. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched, uh, what was that, Rhythm Roulette? Yeah. I w- like, most people go in there and make two or three beats. Like, Man. Knots made like nine joints. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, what did you do? When I saw that one, I was like, this, I was like, <laughs> Cause like when I saw to digress a little bit, yo. Word. When I saw Rhythm Roulette, cause I saw the one with Ninth Wonder first, Word. and that was that was dope too. And then like with other ones, I'd be like, man, they I feel like they missing, they missing, <laughs> like they playing the tracks. And they're like, nope, nope. I'm like, oh, I, I heard mm-hmm. some. I heard some. And yeah. then with him, everyone I heard, he heard too. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, and no. some. Hey. yeah, and yeah. some that I was like, bro, I don't, I don't know how you gonna flip. Oh, right. you flipped like it. there's he a pl- track that he chopped playing while he's still chopping another one. Like this, that man. The way his mind works, man. It's crazy. Yeah, that's. Um, I know somebody. I know it's because on the home front, man. Um, shout out Scala Akbar. Shout out CJ the Cynic. Illuminati. Illuminati. Be the Holic. You know, uh, Primo Ohio. Word. Um, Jay Skills. Of course, High Tech. You know, Town, Young L.I. Creed. Creed. <laughs> Mr. Dibbs. Yo, yeah, we can go all day. All right, Dubs. Plenty, plenty team, of yeah. cats, man. With dope beats that are really nice. Really, yes, really. sir. I want to piggyback off that question and ask you the same question now for lyricists, though. And they can be old, new, whatever. Just... For a uh, most slept on, definitely Black Thought, in my opinion. Cool. That dude is That dude a is monster. a beast. Um, Look, for those of you who don't know... <laughs> And this is, and it's not even like, it's so crazy. Like, this is so subtle and non-directed. But during the, uh, I think it was last year's Roots Picnic, they were doing a little promo for it. Uh-huh. And Quest is just calling out the names of the people performing. And Thought is literally freestyling four to six bars either about their music or how they met. Like, just off top. 
yeah. and nailing every one of them. And it's like, you know, the Roots Picnic is a large yeah, cat. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. Dude, it's like five minutes of this. I was like, this dude is a monster. Most, mm-hmm. To me, he's the most underrated lyricist that I yeah. can think of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what's Absolutely. crazy is people know. But they never like whenever you say, "Well, who's your top five? No one says, it. "No one says yeah. thought." I'm like, "How are you not saying this dude's name?" Yeah, for me, it'd be thought and Andre 3000 that are under. Well, you know, under. three stacks. You think, you think three stacks is underrated? No, no, no. He's talking about. Are you saying just in general? Yeah, on, yeah. That, on that five, like, the underrated joint. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, no, maybe before. No, not now. But yeah, it's, it's well, some and I, there, now man. I will say, even now to a certain extent, for the young cats, yeah, yeah I just because they, they haven't been putting yeah, out the word like that. But yeah, but yeah, you, I can't, you know, you I know. can't find a bad three no. stacks or th- <laughs> right. th- th- thumbers, right? And if you can't find one, then then you can't. it doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, um, Killer Mike is is definitely <clears throat> one of them. Yeah, one of those guys. Like uh, uh, what Kendrick said, if uh, <laughs> if y'all talk about that contract, rap, Killer Mike would be playing. Yeah, right. You know. I mean, dude is just—he's so intelligent, man. I, you know, plus he's just got this aggressive approach on the mic. Mm-hmm. So I kill mics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jay Electronica, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a lot of wordsmiths out here, man. So yeah. Elzai, Royce of I think Elzai's underrated too. Like, Super. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's definitely underrated. Because when I bring his name up in in some hip hop circles, they go, uh, yeah, right. and just like, and I'm like, like what? They don't understand. You know what you're talking and about. I play, I, all I play is that verse for how to rap. That's all I play for. That's all you need. <laughs> like, tell me better. So, but yeah, those 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 are some of the ones for me too as well. So it's it's just interesting that we're all kind of like on that same that that vibe right. and that. Like I said on many podcasts before, creativity creates more creativity. So that's why I like surrounding myself with people that are creative mm-hmm. because. You feed off that energy. You feed off that vibe. For sure. And it allows you to be more creative and think outside the box and think about things in a different light than you wouldn't. Even if you disagree on a topic, even if I say my top five is this, your top five is this, and they're completely different. And I can't see how you came up with your top five and you can't see how I came up with mine. That doesn't mean that your point is less valid than mine's or mine's is less valid than yours. As well as your argument for your top five might make me rethink Yo, top exactly, five. <laughs> exactly. It still might not put them on my five, but they instead something. of being, let's say, in my top fifteen, they moved up to now top ten. Right. Because I learned a track that I didn't know about that really showcased, like we, like you said, with Elza. Like you know, what I'm saying, like just that the conversation I think is are important to right. have. Well, right. unfortunately, we live in a we live in a time where you're not allowed to disagree with what is considered <laughs> what you know the norm or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's kind of my job. I've been chopping up with about hip hop. He just started working there and the influences that led you to where you're at, like life, mm-hmm. what music you were exposed to coming up before you got to this point, all that influences what you think your top five are. Exactly. Yeah. Now, right. I mean, it's not like we all came in the exact same vein and got to the same point with the same path. And we all got here our own way. Exactly. So. And I think it speaks to the to the culture of people too, because everybody wants to put everything in a certain right. categorical state. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like you've got to say what are your top five? And, and it has to be a universal top yeah, five. Exactly. Right. You'd like put blinders on the fact that, like we talked about, you know, the inspiration. I mean, those cats, when they made the music that they made, it was about that moment in time, that period. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, it came out really fresh, really dope. Yeah. And the world loved it. And people were like, yeah, but it's not as good as that moment in time when Eminem did it. <laughs> I'm like, man, come on, man. Get off right. of it. It's not that serious. And, and like, also, you, oh, okay. Also, okay. also, really quickly, opinions are not facts. Yes. They're opinions. 
Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Nowadays, people feel their opinion mixed is the a two. fact. Yeah, <laughs> facts are becoming facts are becoming lost and becoming the, alternative. The meaning, the right. meaning alternative. Of what yeah. a fact is? A fact is a fact. There is no alternative fact. Thank there is no oh. a fact is a fact. The sky is blue. Dude. It's blue. That, right. There is no other. Thank you. Right. And like the fact that I'm even having this conversation with is, you. That's sad that we have that to. That lets me know what I'm dealing with to begin with. Right. Exactly. Right. So and that, that's right. that's sad that we have, we're at this point. But all we can do is uh, keep it moving. Keep it I moving mean. and, and, and trying, to, trying to do our best to, to, to keep people thinking. True. And, right. and to keep thinking ourselves and self-analyzing. Um, mm-hmm. With that said, I want to self-analyze your new record. <laughs> okay, okay. The new record, and I do want to ask. Uh, let me actually give out the name of the new record that will be coming out shortly, soon. Um, it's called "Or Forever Hold Your Peace." Yes, sir. Exactly. That title alone says a lot. Are <laughs> <laughs> are well. Let me rephrase that. That title can say a lot, depending right. on your interpretation or your the way you internalize it. Um, That's right. So let me ask you, what does that title mean mean to you? The birth of it came from the traditional use of it in mm-hmm. the weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have something to say about this union that's about to take place, you know, stand up and let it be known or shut up, sit down. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're about to get this jumping. Right. Yeah. For real. It's kind of where, you know, the birth of it. But, you know, in discussion, it led so many other places. You know, what I mean, it like was talking with some friends, I had some friends of different cultures and nationalities and whatnot, and we were looking at the interpretations of it, mm-hmm. like the translation of it. Mm-hmm. And one of the direct translations is speak now or be remain silent. Mm. And I was like, word, that's dope. Yeah, that's like, been, that has a different connotation than <laughs> right. how we normally take it. Yeah, of course. Right. And then like, my, man Kyle, <laughs> my man Kyle put it in the most layman, layman, layman term as possible, like, you know, shit or get off the pot. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> it was more a title as a message to, to ourselves. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely being, that too. You know, being in a frame of mind like, okay, man, you've been doing this a long time. So the fact that you have an opportunity to work together and, you know, you got my man, Prospect production, you right. know. I'm like, and it was a lot of things that came together. Oh, so yeah, we was like, yo, we gotta make this crack. And um, and we thought about you know the whole the wedding theme because you know that's something I'm, I'll be getting married soon. And, oh, congratulations, uh, bro! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I'm already uh, wedded up. So. Congratulations as well to you, thank bro. You, appreciate it. So that and then also hold a piece like Second Amendment cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that like there yeah, was so was many going with that. You know, analogies yeah. and and things going on with that title, man. So it seemed appropriate. Did you come up with the title prior to making the album, or is that you started making tracks nah, and just in the middle of it? it you was just like and this is like, like near, the, near the end of yeah, it. Yeah, like, like okay, between the eighth and the ninth joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like yo, yeah. not necessarily in the playlist order. Yeah, but just in, just but, in the production of making yeah, like the album. about nine or ten joints in, we was like, man, we need to come up with a title for it. And is there any tracks on the album that you wish were on there that aren't on there, or are some tracks that? Or you wish you had some more time to 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 play with some of the tracks that are on there. Definitely play with. Definitely yeah. play with it's some it's some some post production type stuff. <laughs> well, you know, we, I mean? you know, we, we had a flood. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Yo. Well, it, yeah. Well, the flood <laughs> was the direct result of a tornado. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, like a piece of the studio. Uh, there was a um a piece of the it, first off. Shout out studio, to Fidelity Sounds. Yeah, shout out Fidelity. Dope spot. And that's what's up. Um, it's based in like the roof loft of a contractor's warehouse. Mm, okay. And so 
the roof itself was damaged in a tornado mm. and it was rain. Mm. And so it didn't necessarily, well, it did flood in a manner of speaking, but it was more how the water soaked into the walls and whatnot. Ah. And so thankfully the equipment was, was spared, oh, but a lot of the soundproofing and the drywall and the floors and stuff were destroyed. So they had to just tear, basically tear all that down, all the way down to the studs. So when that <laughs> happened, that kind of put a, Put the ganache on uh, working yeah, things out. Yeah. So there were a lot of things we didn't get a chance to necessarily. I mean, we, we, we did our thing with it, you know. We had some uh, hardware issues with the computer. I forgot oh, about that. We had some battles back and forth. <laughs> some, yeah. some battles internally because. Yeah, yeah. But that's what makes you know, it, it got to the point, point like, of work. It's beats, rhymes, and, and cuts. Like, it's hip hop. You know, at some yeah. point, you know, analysis paralysis creeps in, I think. Oh. And, and yeah. you can uh, continually overthink things mm. to the that, point that it never happens. And that's why I asked the question is because I know, <clears throat> like I say, with most things in life is about balance. Right. When it when it's when it's settled down to it, there's usually there's no. Everybody wants to make it black and white, but it's really about balance. It's somewhere in between some gray area. Mm. Yeah, and absolutely. That balance of, you know, wanting to have put out the best product versus wanting to, you know, make sure it gets out to the people. Right. Like, Right, because like, I say it on my podcast all the time. Like, if it was up to me, shoot, I'd be editing these podcasts all Forever. day, every day, yeah, right. and never get released. True. But I right. know there's a point where I have to go. Hey, this, this is this is the best it's gonna get. This is what we gotta, gotta, go we, yours, gotta we gotta, we gotta put it out. We yeah, have to man. put it out. I literally <laughs> just had this conversation with some cats too. <laughs> so a drummer friend of mine, he posted on Facebook. He's like, "When do you stop? Like, when do you stop messing with it and let it go?" And how do you get to that point where you understand that? And I told you, it's just a growth process, man. Yeah. Mm. Trial and error, living and learning. That's, all, that's the only way because, like you said, that analysis paralysis creeps in on a regular basis. Yeah. I just think everything has its place, too. You know, <laughs> there's a reason why you made it. And mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, you made it with a purpose. So, yeah, let it, let it be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you don't, on the flip side of this, it's like so many people, they have all this investment in their recordings. You know, they got million dollar studio yeah. sessions and they turn out trash and it's like you mm -hmm. got all the money and influence in the world but you don't Middle represent effort, yeah. you, you don't shine at all what i hear you so exactly you know? yeah you have all the resources available to you and you still aren't taking full advantage of it this is what we get. to give us a great product or even a good product right what would you say is your favorite track off the album and why hmm um yo. <laughs> what about you bro I, I don't know. I'm, my, I'm trying to narrow it. It's, it's two that's standing out to me. I'm trying to pick one of those. <laughs> um, I really like the title track. I really like well, I Forever like Holds Your Peace. And um, it's not even a track that we perform at the show. Right. First but. off, it's actually, first off, the project itself, I'm very happy with. Okay. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's good because there yeah, are projects yeah. that people will put out that they're not happy with. Oh, but no. again, you have to. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what yeah, you got to do. On, yeah, you, there, there's stuff you got to put out. Yeah. But, um, Definitely happy with the. If you're not happy with it, how would you expect anybody? Somebody you know what I'm be. saying? But that well, may go back to the over analysis. Thing, yeah, you know that's I mean? true. They may be true. happy with the music, but not happy with certain aspects of it. Exactly. Whatever. Um, my two that I'm struggling with to figure out which one is which is one that we do perform, which is you know them as. I love that joint. I love the energy of it. I love the way we rock off yeah. each other. And then, um, either you don't want it. <laughs> I like that title already, though. Either you don't want it or um, the bonus cut that's on there because it's so different. Mm. Yeah, it's a bonus cut. <laughs> it's, it's so oh, different, man. man. Like, um, there's no there's no beat. 
Oh, Already yeah. is pretty dope too. So Already is dope. Yeah, I'm shout out Pycon. Pretty much just giving you the entire track yeah. listing. I think you just wanted one track. I don't know. I'm thinking <laughs> possibly already, maybe already. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out to Pycon, man. She's got a different vibe. It's more. It's soulful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because. Uh, because of the influences on the on the track, so right, yeah, that's one of my favorites. I think that's probably number one. Is there besides the 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 theme or the idea that's behind the title? Is there a specific theme that you were shooting for? In because, like you said, the title can give you so many avenues and and, mm. and aspects or, or or streams to go on based on just that idea. But is there a main theme that you wanted to touch on that or Nah. Outside of that, <laughs> not really a not, <laughs> not really a main yeah. theme. I think it was more like he was saying it was more um, an announcement to ourselves mm. as far as the title, the title of the album, mm. and the theory and the theme behind it. Mm. Like you know, go ahead and rock, and you know, let it breathe, and let it do, basically let it do what it does. Let it do what it does, and at at the same time, um, I think that gave us the freedom on on the songs and not necessarily be like okay, we. We have to make sure we stay mm. talking about this. Mm. Like it was like whatever the feeling was that night. That's what we rock. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just hip hop. It's simple. Yeah. I mean, and I tried not to deviate from that, man, and just keep keep in mind, man. It's really it comes down to beats, rhymes, and, and scratches. If you choose, it's yeah. really simple. It's a mm-hmm. formula, but you execute through you know flow and patterns and styles and and um, you know just like I said, not not trying to make it too to uh contrive gotcha good yeah. and that and I, I just wanted to touch on that and the reason why i asked that is because there are artists and there there's listeners that think that you know it has to be of one or two sets it has to be mm. a very theme-based controlled album or it has to be a mix of just whatever you're feeling and mm. what i'm saying is either it's about that balance again you don't sure. have to have both or i right. mean you don't you can have both which is great kendrick was a very concept album and right. now it's an amazing album right, and right. then you have um nas that didn't is not a concept That's album right. but it, it's, it's but it's still dope you right. know what i'm saying so you can have those juxtapositions and i'm saying every place every style has a need so i'm not saying it needs that but right. just the idea that you had the freedom to say what you wanted to say in the in the space that you had to say. I think also yeah. that adds to a different energy Absolutely. that is needed, and that is a a core of hip hop that right. just that that spontaneity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like we don't know. Like Kendrick may have needed that themed project to focus the thoughts he had for to stream everything exactly. the way he wanted. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. We don't know where that came from. Exactly. But it ended up beautiful. Yeah. But we don't know where it came exactly. from. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, and that, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think there is a theme to the album, quite honestly, it's probably being uh, in the dark, in the studio. Like, it's, yeah. the theme of the album is the yeah, experiences the that happen inside is, is definitely the studio, basically. Like, and, um, the lighting in your hallway is slightly brighter. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. It was, you know? it was a very, and it wasn't like on no dank stuff, just the walls are painted black. The pan, mm-hmm. Very I mean, dark painted walls. Yeah. You know, it was a, a couple of small lamps in there and it's mainly the, the, the brightest light in the room was the screen on the computer okay, but it got you into the zone that you needed to get it's cool. to, yeah, to it make just, that it just was yeah. what it was you know shout out uh shout out uh bella <laughs> <laughs> ah no doubt chris chris Madine, you know yeah chris c pen you know all people cast, were, contributed greatly through uh, spirit energy l born when you guys are performing because i know that's a big part of your you, you know the 
the job. Part. It's the fun part. <laughs> the, the, the fun part of the job yeah. is what gives you the energy to keep, you know, to do the performances. The people. Quite honestly, like in yeah. I guess the, the the love, the vibe. Yeah, love, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I guess the the a microcosm of that is mm-hmm. the tour we just did, mm-hmm. um, the show we did in Truckee, like everything possible to go wrong with that show <laughs> is how the how the evening started. <laughs> Literally, like the spot we walked in, like as soon as we walked in, it's a shotgun bar and the bar faces the wall, and it's literally like from that wall to where you're sitting at, which is like maybe what 10, 12 feet tops. You know what I mean? So, cool, like, it was a tight man. fit. Chucky was cool. Just, I mean, just, no, no, just the walk in. The walk in was, awesome. was like, oh, man. Actually, it was really the stage great. was facing a weird way. It was, just, it was a weird setup. It was looking like we was going to have issues with the sound. Typical we shows. Double know, booked. Shit that happens in shows. Like, everything man. was like, oh, no. And then. It happens as the in Cincinnati all the time. But but as as the night progressed, man, it just got better yeah, and man. better. Like the band that was double booked with us ended up they were re- they were locals. They knew the sound system great. It was like, oh no, we'll just do this. So they oh, hooked yeah, the well, sound yeah. up beautifully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole time this is all happening, like the crowd is steadily building in the spot. And then my man Stylistics is like making beats live on the spot off oh, his wow. machine. So people are rocking to that and like the energy's building. So they're not just sitting there looking mm. at us. It was and a then party by the time vibe. we got the rocking, yeah. By the time we got the rocking, almost blew the roof off the spot, man. It was dope. It was fun. Oh, that's what's up, man. That's a great time. I was like, dude, this is amazing. But the energy that those people gave us is made it that made the show that much better. It made gotcha. the show fun. It made it like there was no tiredness. It was just let's get it. Yeah. Shout out to the snowboarders and the gold miners. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout <laughs> out to Sons of Anarchy. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> it was dope. Do you guys plan on doing a tour for this album? Yes. Yes, definitely. We're actually yeah. in the works of putting that all together now. And let me shout out that title one more time. Or Forever Hold Your Peace. Or so, Forever Hold Your Peace. So yes, sir. If you haven't heard it, when it comes out, definitely pick it up. Pick it up, pick it, it up, download pick it, it, pick it, listen, up. subscribe, like, Absolutely. all that good stuff. Yes, sir. Please check out the website, www.sonsofsilverton.com. And uh, definitely be looking for the album. We'll be out very soon. We have CDs, obviously. You can count from yep. the website. So, yeah, uh, we got uh, we gotta get our... Uh, T-shirt uh, presence strong on the website, but definitely we got shirts for you. Gotcha. I'm gonna definitely have all the links to the website to um, when the when the album drops. I have a link so that they can get it through the website as well as or the link to your website to get it, Word. as well as the merchandise, the shirts. I saw the stickers. Hey, them them, them, them was fly. I saw <laughs> them. I saw it. them. I do want to say I definitely want to thank you guys for coming and and rocking with us and giving us this information. And I feel like bringing us into your world of uh, that part of hip hop because, like I said. We don't live in that world. Right, yeah. <laughs> we we love the music, so we I like to get into that world as much as we can. And I feel like you brought us into that world and uh, helped us understand your creative process and how you get there and and what inspires you. And hopefully that inspires others out there to do the same and go for your dreams. But at the end of the day, it's about putting in that work. Absolutely, right. man. So they didn't just you know start making these albums and making these tracks. They be putting in work, like he said, when he has the time. <laughs> He's writing down them lines, writing down them lyrics, like so. That's what you got to do. <laughs> like it's all about the effort, man. Yeah, putting in the effort, that you dedication, that consistency. That's life. If you playing a video game or playing on your phone and you rhyme, you claim to be an MC. Get to writing. Exactly. <laughs> that's all it is. It's, it's, like you said, it's at the end of the day, it's simple. Mm-hmm. If we make it more complicated than it has to be. Like, yeah, their wordplay is is yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's exceptional, but they put in the work to get it that way. Thank <laughs> right. You. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just like it's anybody in any professional aspect, man. Like, 
those skills didn't just happen. Like, I hate when I hear commentators like, oh, he's such a blessed athlete. Like, nah, dude, he put in work. Exactly, yeah. That dude in the gym grinding, doing stuff like, you know, other cats who aren't on that level aren't willing to do. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, I had this conversation with people all the time. It's like, they'll see, like you said, athletes, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, they, no, no. I know I know athletes that are in the league, and I'm sure. telling you, I was with them in high school. While we was going to the parties, they was yeah, like, "Nah, it was practice. I'm going to. <laughs> exactly. I'm Focus. going to. I got to get in this playbook. Yep, right. Nah, I gotta go. I gotta go practice in the morning, so I gotta right. get my sleep because I gotta go do this workout. So right, yeah. they put that dedication and that time in. Yes, did, do they have born talents? Yes, yeah, yeah, but you have, have to capitalize on those talents. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you gotta capitalize on those talents. Just gotta, like you gotta polish it. Yeah, but they so, say hard work and effort beats talent every day. Exactly. Is that yeah, 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 yeah. So, hard, true. I do want to commend you guys on because, like I said, when I listen to the music, I I hear the talent. You know, what I'm well, saying I hear that you put in the work. And I do hear the the love and the energy. And mm-hmm. to me, that's that's what drives me and resonates with me the most is Absolutely. the energy that you feel. And that's what it's about, man. Because like you said, we <laughs> all have different life experiences. But something that you say in a line, like I said, in, in a, a field work as well as good to go. Like there's lines in there that's like that was going to resonate with me. And you might not have intended it to resonate in mm-hmm. that way. But my life experience brought me to that point. Right. Your life experience brought it to that point. <laughs> and that line connected us all together. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so exactly. That's so music is music and we got to share yes. it and, and yes. spread it. Um, especially music that has good messages as well as. Yeah. Yo, this <laughs> spread love and consciousness. Like I man. said, I, I just heard snippets of the album. I heard a couple of tracks and the tracks I heard, the production was crazy, man. Yes, it's, yes. It's, it's deep. And then the lyrics match it. So, and I do like the energy of, of you guys bouncing off each other. And that's another thing that I wrote on my, uh, my, my notes of preparing for this podcast is again, I don't like comparing, but I do like that, that back and forth that you guys do have on certain tracks mm-hmm. as well as just it feels like you you can feel the energy of you feeding off each other's lines. Yeah, yeah. Smooth Fossa on the mic. I'm Kyle yeah. David Koresh. <laughs> Kyle so David Koresh. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So, so is there is there anything else you guys wanted to say? You wanted to shout out to to let people know? Yo, man, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity coming well, up definitely. and um, stay please. woke. Stay woke. That's what it is, man. Yes, That's stay conscious. Uh, you know, pray for the immigrants. Work hard for the people, man. Do the right thing by your family. Character is what you do. Uh, behind, you know, Characters in secret behind closed nobody's doors looking. when nobody's looking. So yes, keep that in mind. There's principles of life. So just do that and stay focused, man, and keep listening to hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> the Sons of Silverton all across the social media board, man. Like just type in Sons of Silverton. We'll, we'll get at you. Yeah, man. Check out. I, I definitely know that they're active on social media. So keep, keep checking out for them. You can check out for their personal pages. Again, I'll have all that information on the website as well as on the description of the podcast itself. If you don't know, now you know. The Sons of Silverton. Stay woke. Stay woke. We out. Peace. Peace.